Hey guys, Tony here. Can I talk to you for 30 seconds? The holidays are upon us and everyone is looking for a unique gift for that special someone, and Hero Habit has you covered. Swing by HeroHabit.com today and start a subscription to one of our monthly trading card boxes. You pick your favorite team and we send you 20 to 25 cards every month. No more sorting through hundreds of packs to pick out your favorite players and being stuck with tons of cards you don't want. We do the searching and sorting for you. Plus, we include autographs, relics, and short print cards too. A lucky Yankees fan is going to get a Luis Servino autograph patch booklet card. And a lucky Cardinals fan is going to get a Stan Musial autograph card. Or how about a Ken Griffey Sr. autograph heading to Seattle? We have boxes for baseball, football, and basketball available for $15 a month, and shipping is always free. Plus, if you're not into sports, we have music, TV, comic book, movie, and WWE mystery boxes, which have a guaranteed hit in every box. Whether you're looking for something for someone else, or you just want to treat yourself to a fun, affordable way to collect your heroes, Hero Habit boxes are a great idea. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to sign up. Okay, let's get this show started. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Kinks and Beats podcast, or Kinks and Beats Daily. I'm your host, Tony. I'm glad you're here. Today, we are talking about a little ditty called Do You Remember Walter by the Kinks. It was released on November 22nd, 1968 as a part of the Village Green Preservation Society album. I wrote a lengthy article last year, which you can find at herohabit.com, about uh, Village Green Preservation Society as an album where I went song by song. And I didn't have much to say about Do You Remember Walter? It's one of those tunes that um, I like it. I uh, I listen to it every time I listen to the album. I don't skip it. But it's never uh, fully grabbed me for whatever reason. But that said, there are some cool moments in it. And like I said, it's a good song. I don't dislike it. <clears throat> right off the bat, we start in C. Walter, remember when the world was young, right? It just, it's a very, it's a, it's a bouncy C and, and Ray's vocal line is very, uh, uh, jerky. Walter, remember when the world was young and all the girls knew Walter's name, right? It's very bump, ba-dump, ba-dump, ba-dump. So it is kind of a shuffle. Uh, the band doesn't really commit entirely to the shuffle because during that portion they're just playing straight quarter notes all right so we're in the key of c um sort of he doesn't stick to it very long again ray has managed to throw uh, a lot of chords into this song without really doing anything crazy there's not uh, a lot of uh uh extended chords there's a c minor seven uh just doing a, a quick look here and i think that's the only extended chord in the entire song there's no diminished chords there's no augmented it's just straight majors and minors but what's cool and we've talked about this a bunch already we're gonna keep talking about this is episode 22 i probably mentioned it 13 times already but we have hundreds of songs to go through. I'm going to mention it again. Ray does this a lot where he does a verse that's anchored in C. 
And then he changes the whole feel, switches to C minor. Do you remember Walter playing cricket in the thunder and the rain? That was a, a horrible vocal, but this is a tough song to sing. So he switches from that major tonality to the minor, and he's and this is where the one extended chord comes from. He's doing the C minor 7 to D to G. Major, back to minor. And then where does this come from? A flat. Back to C. And uh, for that minor portion, they drop the this shuffle um, drive, right? It's still not a straight. Do you remember Walter playing crick? It's not a straight uh, eighth note. But they stopped doing the the quarter note pull, you know? and it's a little bit more edgier and a little bit more um, rock and roll for that part. Um, and that's it. That's the song. There's not really, I, you know, I don't know how you guys are going to listen to this this show for hundreds of episodes. When I keep saying the same thing, it's another song without really a chorus. Um, it's got a ton of hooks, but what's the chorus here? I guess you could make the argument that the, do you remember Walter playing cricket in the thunder and the rain is sort of a chorusy part, but, uh, it's a different set of lyrics. The next time we hear that. One cool thing about this tune, um, if you listen to the Kinks recording of it on Village Green, starts off piano, just doing straight quarter notes, dun, 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 dun. Um, and then a little drum doing ticka da ticka da ticka da ticka da dun. It's the exact same intro to Mr. Blue Sky by Electric Light Orchestra, which is one of their most beatly tunes. Uh, and yet somehow opens with a Kinks reference. And I will, until Jeff Lynn calls into this podcast and tells me otherwise, I will always believe that it was an intentional quote of that song. Jeff, if you're listening, 925-494-1739, give me a call and uh, we'll talk about Mr. Blue Sky and its uh, influences from the Kinks and the Beatles. All right. So that's, uh, do you remember Walter? Like I said, it's not my favorite Kinks song, obviously. I, I don't have a lot to say about it. It's not my least favorite Kinks song. It's not even my least favorite Kinks song on Village Green. But it just has never really, it's a very English song. Um, the chord progression sounds, uh, even though it's not really using any of the tricks and tropes that we are used to for for the era, it is kind of a baroque sounding. Right, it's a very classical sounding melody, uh, great melody, but it just doesn't grab me. Where it did grab me is on uh, Ray's Kinks Choral collection, 
when they do it kind of like it's uh, being sung in a French cafe somewhere, there's some accordions. The song is slowed down, so it's instead of it's kind of like a real slow, relaxed, very laid back. That version I like quite a bit, and it's one of the highlights on the album for me. But this one, it is what it is. Now, I'm sure that some of you that are listening love this song. Convince me why it's great. It was released as the B-side to the single for Village Green Preservation Society. Didn't do anything, obviously. I think it was exclusively released in the United States as the B-side. Didn't do anything commercially, but neither did the album as a whole. So that's not surprising. I'll give Ray credit. The band sounds great. There's some very good drum work on it. Um, But go listen to it for yourself. Find it on Spotify or YouTube. Listen to it for yourself. The the, uh, the 2018 mix or remaster or whatever it was, um, I enjoy. The stereo remaster. My first listening to this song was on a CD... I would guess I I have to look um, to see. I don't even own the CD anymore. I've upgraded to the more recent releases. But the CD pressing that I had on this was a horrible, horrible mastering job. This song in particular uh, sounded terrible on it. It was over-compressed. It was... um, It kind of like... It pulsed in a way in an artificial way like the the compression made it pulse this song uh animal farm uh, a couple of johnny thunder just sounded horrible on it and maybe that's tainting my opinion of it because it had this subpar release the later releases including last year's reissue for the 50th anniversary uh you know polish it up a little bit fixes the mistakes that the previous um, CD releases had. I've never heard it on vinyl. I would love to hear an original vinyl pressing of this um, tune to hear how it compares to the first CD pressing I owned and then the current CD pressings that I have. But maybe that's tainted my my view of it because on the original CD release, I did skip this song pretty frequently because it was so difficult to listen to uh, just from an audio quality standpoint. So maybe that's why I gravitate towards the Ray Davies choral version because it was a clean, well-produced, beautiful-sounding recording. Incidentally, I do like the song. It's worth listening to. Uh, in in the flow of Village Green, it fits nicely. It, it kind of alternates between being uh, a little bit too Baroque poppy to being just a straight ahead rocker, which is cool. You don't get too tired of either uh, vibe in this song. I mean, it's a good tune. Give it a listen. Village Green Preservation Society. Do you remember Walter? And then go listen to the Ray version uh, on the King's Coral collection. But anyway, if you love this song, let me know. Let me know why you love it. Give me a call, 925-494-1739. That line is not exclusive to Jeff Lynn calling me about this. You can call me too. I will include your thoughts about this song on a future episode. But if you have thoughts on a song we haven't covered yet, send those in too. And we will start talking about them um, 
you know, I'll, I'll include them when we start talking about those episodes. You can also email me kinks and beats at herohabit.com or find us at hero habit on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitters. All right. What's on tap for tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow, a, a Beatles song that, um, a lot of people love to hate right now. It, it gets a lot of hate and I think it's unfair. I mean, a lot of hate. Unfounded. I don't even know where it comes from. So make sure you tune in tomorrow. Make sure you're subscribing wherever you subscribe to podcasts. All right. I will let you guys go. Have a great Tuesday, and I will talk to you tomorrow. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.